Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Misty Lane. Welcome to the show, Misty. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Gigi. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today to discuss the upcoming event, the Global Virtual Panel of Recovering Drug Addicts on January 7th at 5 p.m. Eastern. Now, before we get started on that, can you tell the audience a little bit more about you and where are you from? I am from Texas, the big state of Texas, and um, I'm known as the empowerment resiliency expert because I was a drug addict for 10 long years, and I'm just so, I'm so honored to be a part of this, and thank you, Gigi, for shedding light on this area that so many struggle with out there. Amen. Now, we do have a few questions that came in from an anonymous source. The first question is, what made you start? What made me start was um, a vulnerable time in my life, and I did not respect my moment of choice. I was 32 years old the first time I ever did a drug. I knew better. Um, it wasn't peer pressure. It was I was in a place of depression. I was in a place of vulnerability after uh, a 10-year marriage dissolved. And, you know, I want to be really careful here that uh, to take full responsibility for my choices and my actions. Um, just because I came out of a bad marriage doesn't mean it was his fault that I turned to drugs. I made that choice. But what made me start was um, just feeling kind of like I had given up. Nothing else in my life was working for me. I had the opportunity to try it. I did. It took me to that place where nothing else around me mattered. And that's what got me hooked was that that sense of irresponsibility. Very powerful. Now, the next question is, did you realize it was a problem? I didn't realize the first, say, six weeks or so, because I could manage it for about that long. But what, as with any addiction, any drug of choice in any addiction there is, it's progressive. So no matter who you are, how strong you are, how tough you are, how much willpower you are, it doesn't matter because we all end up defeated by the drug at some point when we hit that rock bottom and we have to start learning to climb our way out. So um, it took a while for me. Of course, I started with cocaine, the powder, um, and that I could manage for about six weeks. The first time I ever learned how to smoke it and, and smoke crack cocaine, um, that was a whole nother beast. And I was pretty much, I knew um, the first week when I had to continually keep going back to it, that this, this was a problem for me. And, you know, at, at that time I started missing my, my work calling in sick, um, you know, staying behind a closed door. My kids were knocking on the door, mama, 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 are you done praying yet? Because they thought I was behind the door praying. You know, um, I knew then, you know, this this is taking control of me. I'm no longer in control. Very powerful. Thank you for sharing that with us, Misty. Yeah. Now, the next question is, was the recovery easy and how many attempts did it take to recover? Well, recovery is not easy and recovery is never over. I feel that I will always be in recovery. I think that it's very important we realize we can be healed, but we need to work those steps that made us strong enough to, to heal ourselves to begin with continually. Um, it was very, um, 
you know, my story and I, I can't give it away yet. You have to stay tuned January 7th for this amazing summit. But, you know, I had a horrific, horrific rock bottom, which um, I had gone to rehab after I wanted, I wanted to quit. I wanted help. I went to rehab after rehab. They didn't work for me. Um, I prayed. I made bargains with God. If you'll do this, I'll do that. You know, of course, I couldn't keep them my end of the deal because I was powerless to the drug. Um, so I tried everything I knew to try. I was never successful alone in reaching recovery. It just didn't happen for me. I, For me, it took a rock bottom event that was horrific. It took God in my life to pull me through those dark times. And um, without, without those two things happening, I honestly, Gigi, don't think I'd even be sitting in this chair talking today. I think I would be long past from this world. Very powerful. Now, the next question is, what was the lowest point in your life that made you realize you needed to recover? There's so many, so many low points. Um, you know, I, I hate to, I, let's just say September 18th, 2007 was a monumental day for me. It was the day that I turned, um, that was my rock bottom day. Um, like I said, it was a horrific event. I don't want to give it away just yet, but I can tell you that the event led me facing a 40 year prison sentence. And I went to jail. I went to jail for a long time. I went to prison. Uh, didn't do 40 years, obviously. I was very blessed, but um, it was a very horrific thing. But there's many things that led up to that. I mean, I've been through rape. I've been, you know, prostitution, put myself in so many situations where, like I said, I shouldn't even be alive today. Um, and every one of those events made me say to myself, okay, Misty, what are you doing? You're out of control. Your life is out of control. And that's when I would stop long enough to put myself in rehab. But that was just the surface for me. It wasn't until I started using writing. And I tell people all the time, writing is the therapy that saved my life because we have to heal. We have to give ourselves space and time to do the grieving that we didn't even know we needed to grieve. There were things in my childhood that I had buried and stuffed down with little Debbie cakes or uh, promiscuous sex or whatever it was to take the attention off of my pain that I had never dealt with. And those things were fueling this void that I felt that the drug was filling for me. So there was so much in it, Gigi, that I realized that I needed to heal from. So that's that's kind of with me. The writing is is kind of what helped me propel through it all after that really horrific event. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Now, what would you tell an individual who's in middle school, high school, college, or in, an individual in general who feels as though drugs is the only answer, what would you tell those individuals? I would tell them to respect their moments of choice, to really try to think past the tip of their nose. Their decision that they make today is going to affect their future in so, so, so many ways. We don't think about it when we're in the middle of a, of a drug spree committing crime. We don't think about what those felonies are going to do to our record when we, when we, live our adult life, right? And try to get real jobs and raise families. We don't think about the consequences. So what I would say to someone that's young and someone that's just now getting into to an addiction is um, your life is worth it. 
find what's going to work for you. No one has the magic answer. It work different things work for different people, but don't stop looking. Don't stop trying until you find what works for you and seek professional help. And, you know, I want to add um, my advice to someone young, because you specifically asked for the younger generation is very different from someone older that's been through an addiction. If you, if you don't mind, I would like to say something now about that. If that's okay. Okay. So someone that's been through like myself through an addiction there, I did a lot of damage. I've got a lot of dirt on my record and things that I'm trying to overcome my past is you've got to step over your own shadow so that you can live today. You've got to not let your past rob your future. And the only way that we can do that is to forgive ourselves. And that journey needs to start. We need to start that self-forgiveness journey right now today and say in the mirror, it's okay. I made mistakes. As long as I'm doing right now and I'm moving forward, it's okay. Step over your own shadow and start living your life in the present. Amen. And what would what is your best advice to someone who began using drugs after a traumatic event? What would you tell those individuals? Well, you need to go to the core. Like I said, I used writing and discovered there was a lot of pain inside of me. Whatever that traumatic event sparked in you, you need to address it. You need to heal from it. You need to give yourself the space and time to grieve it, whatever it is. Um, and again, I go back to seek professional help. There are people out there that are trained professionals to help you. And sometimes it's not even safe. I, You know, we suppress things. The human body is is so amazing. Uh, we, we want to preserve ourselves. So what we do when we have traumatic events is we suppress it. And it's not until our psyche is ready for that information to come out that we are able to handle it. That's why I was 30 years old before I ever remembered some things that had happened in my childhood because I wasn't able to, my body wasn't ready for it. So be prepared if you do start a writing journey that there's going to be some things that are going to come out and you need to have professional help to help you deal with those things. Amen. Thank you, Misty, for joining us today. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure to tune in and hear more of what Misty has to say, but also the other speakers from all over the world as well. And we are grateful for our sponsors also. Now, the event is the Global Virtual Panel of Recovering Drug Addicts event, and that will be on January 7th at 5 p.m. Eastern. We will be live on so, so the social media platforms such as Facebook, and it will also be transcribed on the podcast, Walk With Me. So tune in, and we look forward to seeing you all soon. You can reserve your virtual seat today by going on Facebook, type in the search engine, Global Virtual Panel of Recovering Drug Addicts Event, and also you can find us on Eventbrite and reserve your virtual seat. See you then. God bless you, and be yeah. safe. Bye.